0: Hello from Cybrary and welcome to the show. If you've been enjoying the Cybrary podcast or 401 Access Denied, then make sure to like, follow, and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Join the discussion by leaving us a comment or a review on your platform of choice or emailing us at podcast at From all of us at Cybrary, thank you and enjoy the show. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the pod, the podcast for Cyberry. Uh, I'll be filling in for Will today uh, since he's going to be out uh, traveling to go to Black Hat DEF CON. So it's super exciting. A lot of stuff going on with Hacker Summer Camp. But uh, we've got some really cool stuff to discuss today in regards to some uh, new capabilities that are being expanded by Cyberry uh, with our SOC assessment and our lab environment. And joining me is uh, the super cool and super smart uh, Ned Hinman. He'll be introducing himself. Uh, go ahead, Ned. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Matt. Hey. Yeah, Ned Hinman, uh, product manager here at Cybrary. My second appearance on the podcast. First with Matt as host um, in a (laughs) very different backdrop. I don't have a a wooden ship behind me. I've got my office behind me, which I think is probably better for a podcast um, (laughs) video based. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, yeah, Um, but. You're absolutely right. We're, we're going to talk about uh, some of the new stuff that's been cooking for like six or seven months now. Oh, and nice. we're finally uh, prepared to share some of it with the world.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for the intro. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, you know, we did release some press information. There's been a little bit of talk, if anybody's been paying attention to, you know, our feeds and general buzz it has been coming out of Cybere. So I, I really don't want to steal the show. But, um, you know, we do have some new lab capabilities that we're going to be rolling out. But the big thing, like you said, is going to be the SOC assessment. So really, um, from a high level, maybe can you give us some information about, you know, what it is and what makes it unique? And maybe um, if you want to get into a little bit of the technical minutia, but maybe not too crazy, uh, go for it. Love to hear it.
1: Yeah. So we've been we've been working on a lab platform, an in-house lab platform for, for a while. But, you know, in terms of how we, we wanted to introduce it. Just, you know, we've, we've been developing our own labs with with our learning partners for quite some time um, and and just, you know, putting out one of the courses that we were always planning to put out at that particular point in the roadmap, but with like a cyber uh, lab platform as opposed to, you know, just a, a learning partner platform. That always felt like it would be maybe just a little bit flat and like we need to do something a little bit more exciting. So we eventually landed on this idea. The genesis of it was, OK, let's let's run a, a CTF at Black Hat, right? Like, you know, that's the thing that people do. Um, the people love CTFs. But, you know, that that wasn't quite, you know, that would have just been a one off and it didn't really advance any of our, our kind of ambitions around evolving the product. So what we eventually landed on was building a skill assessment. Um, that's something, uh, that we have in the platform today. Uh, but of course they're predominantly, uh, they're really knowledge assessments, multiple choice assessments. Um, so, you know, it was actually Will's idea. How could we possibly, um, be more ambitious around our, um, our con- our, our conception of a skill assessment and, you know, at the same time, uh, deliver a, a really, a cool proof of concept, proof of capability really, um, for, for the lab platform, <clears throat> And so this um, we eventually landed on, okay, like what is the uh, the most in demand job in the security industry? The one with the most, you know, open recs at the moment, it's going to be level one SOC analyst. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: definitely. So what, what would it take to build a really uh, high fidelity immersive um, kind of simulation oriented um, uh, assessment that uh, relies on a live environment? Um, and, to answer that question, um, you know, we actually this is around the time that we hired Dave Mayner, uh, our uh, director of threat intelligence, um, runs the CTIG group here. Um, so what we ended up creating was very much uh, the intersection of our, our skill assessment need and kind of general objective, and and his vision for what what he would use in you know, given his experience to to assess, um, potential candidates for, for a SOC L1 role or just to baseline an existing team? Like how do we really get to the heart of proving that someone has what it takes to, to fill that role and, and, you know, run it on a day-to-day basis.
0: So that's a big one that, that, that day-to-day basis skill set and that, that true like boots to ground assessment. I mean, that's, Super big, maybe. if, Why do not cut you off? Continue, but I was going to say I'm interested to hear more about that. I was kind of not trying yeah. to lead witness.
1: <laughs> no, no, please lead me, lead on. Lead <laughs> me. Um, but yeah, I mean, so a lot of the like, there there are certainly assessments out there. We're not the first ones to do this, right? But we do have the benefit of kind of learning from the best. Um, and uh, what we a, a couple of the, the traps that we felt we didn't want to fall into was we, you know, speaking of leading the witness, we didn't want to lead the um, lead the user for that matter you know I mean one of the the trouble with um, you know some assessments some capture the flags is like you kind of know what you're supposed to go out and find you have a we basically tell you what the task is and you can infer from the question from the task what the answer might be it gives you more context than I think that you get necessarily in a real world environment so <clears throat> what we ended up doing was um, assembling on the lab platform a, a representative sock uh, stack. So we've gotten their um, incident response platform, uh, a SIM, OSINT platform, and uh, a malware analysis platform. And collectively, um, we really orient you around the, the incident response platform, which is the ticketing system. In this case, we're using uh, the Hive, um, all this stuff being uh, open source across the board. Um, so <clears throat> you, you are very much in the day, in the life of a SOC analyst, really ostensibly in the scenario that we frame up, it's actually your first day, right? Um, so, and we can certainly, you know, the, the capabilities here are such that we're also going to eventually evolve this towards like, well, SOC two, So, you know, more advanced, um, uh, you know, tasks, uh, different scenario, but right. it's your first day and you're monitoring the ticketing queue and you're going to get a ticket. It's going to be a representative example of the sort of alert, uh, that would spawn a ticket, um, in the ticketing queue. So say for example, the first one is like, it's a firewall alert. Um, there is, you know, something, something malicious was detected. Here's the JSON log file. Um, we don't tell you much more than that. You get exactly what you would get as though you were, you know, SOC analyst on the job. And you, um, we do give you, I guess I should step back. We do give you, um, a wiki at the beginning with a list of, uh, standard, standard operating procedures, um, which should be representative to, you know, most SOCs, right. But like, Given this sort of ticket that comes through, you are expected to do X, Y, and Z. So there is an element of reading comprehension to this, but like you know, that's also the real world. People are going to give you directives, and you have to internalize them and act on them accordingly. And you've yeah. got to do it correctly. Um, there's limited margin for error here, right? You know, otherwise, well, <laughs> bad things happen. Yeah. So you know, given given your your SOPs, uh, given the ticket that comes through. Uh, you're going to have to make the determination like, okay, what do I need to do to uh, conduct further analysis, further research, enrich this ticket, um, you know, flag it as a, as a false positive, escalate it as a true positive. So at this point you're going to go off into the other tools. You're going to, you know, um, run search queries in your SIM. Um, you're going to do additional research in, um, in MISP, which is the uh, the OSINT platform that we're using. And if applicable, like, and it won't, always be the case. Like you might be able to go above and beyond and and conduct some light malware analysis on, uh, on Cuckoo. So it's, it's very free form. It's very high fidelity. Um, and then as you, you know, complete the ticket, you think you've gotten everything that you would be expected to document in there. You, you close it out, you escalate it, you do whatever it is you think is appropriate based on the directives we've given you. And at that point, I guess I should add the cool stuff is, um, you know, the assessment engine, um, in the background, the kind of puppet master C two server that is controlling all of this, it's going to score your ticket for you. It's going to determine did you put the things in there? Um, are these the values that we expected to receive here? And um, uh-huh. give, give give you uh, points. And it's going to pump out another ticket. And you kind of just rinse repeat your way through this uh, through this assessment process.
0: So That's very cool.
1: I've been monologuing. Um, <laughs> what questions come up for you in the course of my uh, doing this pitch?
0: No, I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's a lot of information. There's a lot of stuff actually that I hadn't heard prior because, you know, like I've been in my own like little like cave working on like threat actor campaigns and stuff like that. So it's super cool to hear a lot of that stuff. The um, the OSINT tooling, the light malware analysis. I know from talking to other people within just the information security industry and then some of the places I've worked previously that this type of thing is much, much needed. And it's it's something that when a lot of people come in as new SOC analysts, it's just, hey, Welcome to the first day. And then they pull, you know, the, the lug nut on the, the, the fire hydrant and they just get blasted into the wall, like in a cartoon, you know? Um, so I think that the assessment as, as you all have designed it is going to be so great for the industry as like an uptick um, in the sense of one, an assessment of, of real world skills, but then also, as you kind of described, like you have your SOPs, you have your playbooks, your, you know, your guides and things like that, that you're going to be following as you know, this assessor within this engagement and it's all there which is all true to life right because i mean again some of my first roles it was you know when with like red teaming and offensive security especially red teaming i was like okay well don't do these things and you're like okay well i know the anti-patterns right yep. but then when it comes to actually doing the work you're like oh uh, is this close enough to an anti-pattern or not And i think that that is also something that's going to be a hidden kind of like a diamond in the rough on that because knowing you know what you should be doing and then knowing the way that you can really kind of dive into it and and expand your capabilities and your mindset and your knowledge like you said with the light malware like that stuff to me that sounds super interesting and so obviously i want to kind of pull on that thread a little bit um you know what type of stuff will will we be looking at in regards to like a passing score or maybe um what type of depth and rigor could the could the learner expect to really want to bring to the table i don't want to steal the show so please
1: no, no, no. I mean that's that's exactly the, the right line of questioning. I, I will say just you know in, in response to an earlier point that you you raised there. I mean we're we're what we're trying to do is build an assessment that isn't like a proxy to your ability to perform the job. We want we wanted to build the thing itself, right? Yeah, true to life. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so as to how we go about scoring you each, well, can't give away too much otherwise we're gonna. <laughs> <get> <laughs> you a, got a, me. <laughs> are you over there taking notes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass um, this thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, the like, yeah. So the, the, the Easter egg is if you take the time to listen to our podcast, we're going to explain to you how to blaze right through this assessment without <laughs> knowing really anything. in advance. Um, but no, each, each ticket has it's, we, we generically are calling them flags, at least for the moment to create, create a bigger tent where, you know, it's, it's basically this activity. And in the context of this assessment, it's a, it's a security ticket. But if we do something that is a little bit more, uh, pen testing oriented, it might not be a security ticket. It might be a more conventional like CTF style flag or something else entirely. So just adopting that nomenclature. Um, but, you know, to the point, it's uh, each each flag is going to be um, uh, it's, a, it's really a compound flag, meaning there are multiple scoring opportunities um, within that flag. So, you know, if you if you properly go out to the sim and um, you know conduct additional research and uh, enrich the ticket accordingly. Like that, that's effectively a subtask, and you'll get a point for that. But mm. there may be additional data points that you're expected to uncover by conducting research in MISP. Um, likewise, um, you know in in Cuckoo. I mean, in some cases, you don't even necessarily have to go out to those tools. It's going to be focused more to you know like analyzing email headers and just applying knowledge that you already have. I'm going to go no further because, you know, the integrity of the assessment, but (laughs) being like on each flag, you could get anywhere from no points to potentially up to 10. Right. You know, that's where I made up. Um, Every flag is a little bit different. Every every ticket, every alert is a little bit different. Sure. These were all as to the guts of them. These were all um, scenarios that that Dave came up with, uh, given his experience, you know, in this field for quite some time basically trying to distill them down to the most representative examples of, of, you know, tickets that you would have to to deal with as in your capacity as an L1 analyst. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of the core loop of the assessment. Some other really cool things is, you know, we're, we're going to, well, we're going to spend some time calibrating this thing, you know, as we share this out with users, of course, like, you know, it might be entirely too difficult. It might be entirely too easy. Um, I I think we managed to tune it pretty well, but certainly, you know, you ha- kind of have to throw it out into the world and, and see how people respond before you really have, um, I'd say, any, any authority on, on how, um, how effective and, and how, how well-tuned you've, you've got it. So, <clears throat> um, But yeah, it's, it's a certain number, um, and critically, there are core tickets and then there are bonus tickets. So it's not only an opportunity to like go up to 100%, which would be you've got all the points for the core tickets but it's an opportunity for you to, um, exceed that, that initial score and, and prove that actually, yeah, you're not only like well-suited to this job, you, you can, you can do it like that. You can go above and beyond. You are truly, you know, excellent at this. Um, so, um, yeah, just creating that space, um, to, to go from anywhere from just like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing this at all. Or maybe we designed it wrong to, yeah, you're, you're, you're top of the class here. Um, So there will be bonus tickets, but ultimately at the end of it, um, you know, maybe you finish all your bonus tickets and the assessment ends. Um, maybe the timer expires, maybe you never get past the first three tickets. Who's to say it's, um, but at that point we'll bring you to results report and that's, you know, this will, this thing will ultimately be productized in a couple directions, right? We're going to use this hopefully for hiring assessments or we're going to use this for internal assessments. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to see it just used for for training purposes as well. It's kind of like a jukebox or an arcade where if you if we just continue to pump it full of tickets, like the replay value is immense. So it's it's this is this is a showcase of of things we're trying to do, but it's not necessarily the product in itself. It's, it's going to branch out into several products, but um, the, the reporting on it is intended to be fairly comprehensive. Um, you know, for for the benefit of say you know, an internal assessment or hiring assessment, you, the manager, might be the one to deploy this and then get it back. Um, and we're going to be sharing with you a couple different insights. Um, you know, both obviously the score, we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, we've also taken the time to map each ticket to a different um, skill. So you'll get, um, you know, a visual representation of how they perform, say, you know, with the SIM portion of it, the threat intelligence, uh, malware analysis, which you know, from a manager perspective, either hiring or, you know, for your current team, you can start to map out strengths and, and areas of improvement. Um, uh, we've also, you know, done the work of mapping this to industry frameworks. So MITRE ATT&CK, DEFEND, uh, NIST, NICE, uh, NSA's um, CACD knowledge units for the academic audience, um, you know, to, to get a better sense of like what really went into each flag um, and, and the, the skills, the knowledge, uh, the abilities that supported, um, you know, that particular activity.
0: Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's a lot of stuff too, like to, in regards to the frameworks, the information, the directions it can go. I know that we had talked a little bit about this prior um, in regards to how this is kind of like a new thing, but um, to my knowledge, it's, it's the first in the industry to really take this type of approach Um, And make it as interactive and beyond kind of like what you're saying, a simple CTF, but something much more in depth, especially from the hiring perspective. Um, I mean, I guess the question that I would have for that is, do you think that this is going to really drive that kind of um, mindset organizational change for maybe larger enterprises or maybe more impactful for small businesses or both?
1: I mean, I hope so, right? Like the yeah. the objective is to to get this out there and, and make it you know as accessible as, as possible, right? I mean, you know, we're we're trying to solve the same problems everyone else is out there uh, trying to solve, and and with all respect to our peers too. I mean, you know, there are there are assessments that attempt to or, or and quite effectively you know tackle this problem as well. I mean, I, I think we've just managed to synthesize um, a few different concepts and and build it out in a, in a, a way that you know does not look exactly like the way, um, anyone else has done it thus far. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I think, uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this part of it up to, um, you know, uh, Dave really wanted this to be, uh, replayable in the sense that like, you can't go through, get the answers and then plug those answers in the next time. So, yeah. um, Without going into too much too much detail, um, the network traffic um, that you're you know kind of combing through in this environment is all going to be dynamically generated. Um, yeah, I, this this is where you know the limits of my ability to to kind of go go deep and uh, probably end. Um, but you know, I, I highly recommend you catching up with him uh, next. Week. You'll, you're going to be at Black Hat, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'll yeah. Definitely.
1: Right. Well, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll you know index on this a little bit further, but. Um, yeah, to, to simulate something that looks realistic. So the noise looks like noise, um, like honest to God noise, as opposed to just like junk. Um, (laughs) This is just simulated junk. um, uh, And, and you can find exactly what you're looking for accordingly. Um, You know, so, so back to the point of, of high fidelity is just to, you know, index as hard on, on, on realism as possible. But I mean, yeah, to, to your, to your question about, you know, small businesses, large businesses, it's, I hope so. we're gonna find out right we're We're on the verge right now this is this is day one um, of this thing being you know in the wild and and having people getting their hands on it
0: yeah it's it's super exciting to hear too because you know when you were talking about it in the assessment before we kind of went into the details about the randomized traffic in the generation is where my mind went was would it would it be possible or is it on the roadmap maybe in the future or something like that to have different scenarios you could preload into it right that kind of that arcade box mentality you know they've completed level one we talked about the sock assessment too is there a way to have bonus stages per se in level one or something like that and um i don't know if you kind of like fully fleshed out that response with the the extra noise because that's definitely a wrinkle right you know that's part of the problem with some of these assessments that are out there um i know it was notorious for um some of the other well-known offensive security uh you know, uh, certifications where they were using essentially the same boxes for like over a decade. And there was a very obvious amount of people who were aware of that. And that's all I'll say. Um, So it's really cool that that is randomized. Um, Definitely want to see if pulling that that thread a little bit more and see if that's something that maybe you all have put on the roadmap or consideration. I know you kind of talked about the SOC 2 or level 2. I don't know if that's in the same vein or what.
1: Oh yeah. Without revealing too much about the roadmap, but I mean, the answer is, is yes. Um, This is really, this is, this is Rob's work. This is, this is the engineering team's hard work. This is Dave's hard work um, to develop first and foremost, a core capability that will be um, extensible that we can um, bolt onto over time um, to serve a, a wide range of applications. So not just, you know, uh, an internal assessment like that might be the first productization of it the first way we deliver this but you know this core capability and and you know the the, the concepts the constructs that support it are are designed to be um you know applied to different ends maybe using different tools different scenarios i mean um <clears throat> dave and i were talking about this the other day like okay how do we eventually do um, assessments for other roles that aren't various permutations of like SOC analyst? How do we potentially use this for uh, red teaming purposes? And certainly, yeah. you know, given your background, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on how we go about that. But um, I mean, Dave's point was like, well, you know, the SOC stack, the SOC is the, the heart of any security enterprise. And so, you know, even if you're conducting uh, penetration testing, like, you know, it's it's not going to be, it's it's not going to be like, black box hacking the way that I think everyone makes it out to be, like, there's going to be a lot of contextualization, um, you know, yep. you're going to be interfacing with, you know, uh, the SOC manager early on. And, and, you know, I might be speaking out of turn, but you you would have some awareness potentially of what's going on in these tools in this environment that we've created for this assessment.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that... It... <laughs> If the assessment is true to life, you're definitely going to have that stuff. You're going to have some awareness. I mean, there might be even maybe some network mapping and stuff like that that's given to you prior to understand the architecture. Yeah, I'll- and that was right.
1: exactly you know it's, okay. it's it's not you know you're not in the hoodie like just kind of breaking into your 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 company's uh, systems. No, I mean they're going to you know um, provide you with situational awareness beforehand.
0: Yeah, that's that's real cool. Yeah, and especially with um with that mentality and that approach for the randomization and the, the variation of levels and things like that, that we were, we were just kind of pulling on is, you know, if moving into a different space like red teaming, it'd be really cool, especially future state, if this assessment engine could be applied to that, because um, one of the points that, you know, I think is important to remember is that randomization and that noise you were talking about earlier in regards to the traffic and what could show up in the tickets would be uh, just as, if not more more so, doubly important, um, you know, especially with red teaming, because our attack paths and our attack chains aren't always going to be the same. Um, so do you think, I guess, kind of throw the question back at you to get some more information for the viewers, um, you know, do you think that that type of randomization would be something that would be applicable um, in regards to maybe future state? And is that roadmapped or is that coming soon, Trademark?
1: Um, well, you know, it is certainly something that we've given thought to, um, you know, I, I certainly don't want to commit to anything because I mean, that is the, um, the, the product management reflex is, you know, commit to nothing. It's it's on the roadmap, it's on the roadmap, right. Um, but you know, if, if I detach myself from, from, you know, that, that my role for a second and just do a little bit of daydreaming, I mean, absolutely. Right. Like, you know, to, to, to. what we're trying to do is, is create, you know, the, the capability to do high fidelity simulations, not strictly limited to the SOC. We're just starting with the SOC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, like, you know, without talking, speaking too much to the, the architecture, it is, is set up in such a way that it's going to be very conducive to multiplayer. Um, I don't know whether we're going to do that, you know, in six months, a year or beyond, but like, it's, it's, it's on our minds. So you know you could certainly think about doing multiplayer within the SOC, having like level one analyst escalates the ticket. Well, where does it go? Yeah, it's you. You could do this with your full team, and you could have your full team operating in, in different positions. But you know, you could extend that to the role of red teaming as well, right? Like how many how many roles we fit into uh, a simulation um, around the same same kind of core capability is very much an open question that we're going to want to explore a whole lot more in the coming, uh, you know, increments of time, non-specific increments of time.
0: Yeah. I I can imagine that with the, the, the complexity that goes into building something of this nature and considering it's, you know, can we, we teased about it earlier. That's first, you know, really for the industry and first in regards to capability for hiring assessments, skill assessments, team engagement, things like that. Um, I'm sure from just thinking about it, you know, from from my perspective, that the complexity required to build out something for a SOC analyst would be much more, there's a lot more moving parts in regards to the defensive systems that are accessible versus, hey, we've randomized the attack path within Active Directory or whatever we're going to be using. And, you know, a random GPO generated or a random, you know, Kerberosable user, that seems like a much easier randomization than creating randomized traffic and noise that would simulate a real network. Um, Very curious.
1: No, well, I mean, it's not exactly responding to your question. It it is in part, but, um, you know, this was actually a very interesting thought that was uh, kind of percolating around the genesis of this thing is like, Everyone, everyone does CTFs uh, for, you know, for, for hacking, for red teaming, right? That's, that's the root of it is yep. there's a flag on this box and you have to go get it. Yep. Um, you have to be faster than the other guy, more creative than the other guy. Um, but, and, and you see a lot of, of you know, uh, training solutions out there, um, you know, in the market that, that kind of pick up that, that mentality because that's the, I mean, that's the glamorous stuff. That's, that's the hacking is sexy stuff. Uh, people are, 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 you know, it's, it's less common that you see someone um, sit down and try to figure out how can we do a, a capture the flag for a defender, yep. right? Because you're not really trying to capture anything, right? So how do you pick up those kind of, you know, the, the, the principles of that, of that uh, format and apply it to, um, you know, a, a defensive role? Um, And it was challenging. Right. Like, um, but it's, it's the need for it is so much greater. Obviously there are, you know, exponentially more uh, open um, L1 SOC analyst roles than there are, you know, red teaming roles, pen testing.
0: roles.
1: (laughs) But you know, that's, that's the fun stuff and people want to build the fun stuff, but sometimes you have to build the necessary stuff too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, And I think also one of the points that you called out is, you know, thinking about it back from my previous experience, in the field before coming to cyberry uh, I can't think of really any assessment that's, that was defensive oriented slash SOC oriented that was as um, as real or true to life, right? And there's some of them that I've seen where it's like essentially, hey, here's this, you know, uh, seam or log aggregator and just query the logs and in the logs were, you know, flag bracket, randomized hash value bracket. And like, that's not really, like you said, that's not really true to life versus getting a ticket and be like, we'll figure it out. Like that is so much more tactical boots on the ground doing the actual work. And like you said, there's tons of sock analyst roles open because there's a lot of people who don't get the adequate training. They don't feel like, you know, they have like the support, like we were talking about, we teased out earlier, Hey, day one, let's open up the fire hose on them. You know, like, Hey, I just got out of college. I've got my bachelor's of science in, you know, information assurance or cybersecurity. I got my first SOC analyst role. This is great. And there, I think there's a meme that goes around. It's like day one, like SOC analyst, it's like baby Yoda, like one year in information security and it's like Yoda. And then like five years in information security. And it's like, you know, like a totally gnarlier looking character. Hey, hey.
1: <laughs> Old <Yoda>.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think it's entirely applicable that, you know, that, that, Taking that into consideration and like the complexity involved, right, in in, in being a sock analyst and the ability to kind of like you said figure it out, you know, like yeah. orienteer on your own, like that's that's huge. And a lot of of, of sock CTFs, to use the quote again, like they just don't cover that. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah, the CTF model, like as we understand it, was not designed for defensive roles. And, and like, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can stick, you can cram a flag in in, in the sim traffic, but that's that's not really what wow, you're doing. In the wow. So, and I mean, I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention, I mean, this is, this is cyberary, right? So what have we, what are we known for thus far? Well, it's, it's, you know, the training courses. So, you know, whether, whether this will be um, part of the, the assessment capability on day one, not necessarily, but um, I think it goes without saying that like, we intend to remediate based on the results, right? So like, Hey, here's, here's a skill profile six skills that we've, we've kind of, you know, proxied to the flags flags in this environment and you performed pretty darn poorly on the SIM one. Well, here's a slew of courses on the Elk stack, you know, go take them and and try it again. Right. So to actually have the complete like assessment and training ecosystem and not just one side of it. I mean, that's a big deal for, for us. Yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, I, I feel like I've, I've, you know, touched on or, or teased uh, most of the things that I think we're prepared to talk about at this stage. I don't know. Any additional questions?
0: You know, really, I- I think, I think I'm about out in regards to questions. We covered a lot of stuff. You've answered a lot of them really well. Uh, you've also avoided all of the, uh, the pitfalls that I kind of threw out there. Like, well, tell me a little bit more about how this assessment is run. You know, you dodged yeah. those pretty well too. So I appreciate that.
1: Well, I mean, I, I hope I did that effectively. Otherwise they're going to be editing this pretty heavily. <laughs> disclosed, you know, proprietary information. We weren't prepared to talk about that yet. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's great.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, um, yeah, uh, before we tempt the, uh, the, the, the the atmospheric pressure and weather gods further, I hear it rumbling outside where I'm at. Um, oh,
1: me too. And I'm up in Boston. Are you? Where are you exactly? I'm in
0: Virginia. Virginia. In Virginia. So, okay.
1: Eastern uh, seaboard is lighting up right now. Yeah, just, well, hopefully it
0: doesn't <laughs> impact the flight. But, um, you know, again, Ned, I really appreciate your time, sir. I really, really appreciate uh, you giving me the opportunity to kind of chat with you and interact with you and learn more. Because there's a lot of stuff I didn't know about the assessment. I just knew it was going to be cool. It, yeah. it'll, it'll be done when it's done. Trademark.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's all you need to know. It's cool. And it'll be done when it's done.
0: Like, yeah, exactly.
1: I stand by that. That That is the tagline.
0: <laughs> yeah. Truth be told. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it, sir. Thanks so much again. And, um, you know, uh, we'll have some more conversations, I'm sure, I'm sure in the future in regards to this capability as it, it rolls out. And if anybody is going to be at uh, Black Hat or DEF CON, you know, please come by the booth. Please come by and say hi. Um, I'll be down there uh, the last day of Black Hat Talks, I believe, at the booth assisting Chloe with some of the resume stuff. So you, even if you don't need it, uh, just come by and say, hey, I'd love to chit chat. And uh, again, thanks. Yeah. See you next week. Cheers. Cyberry, the premier cybersecurity skill development platform, is empowering individuals and teams to secure the future of
1: technology. See why 3 million people have already signed up when you visit www.cybrary.it.